Welcome to Why Is It Important? I'm your host, David Smith. This episode is sponsored by QuickSpace, a SaaS-based interaction and data visualization tool. QuickSpace shows the links between you, your associated organization, and all the related files, messages, notes, events, tasks, and shared workspaces. Individuals can tailor their views to meet their own objectives, workflows, and goals. QuickSpace, see what you want, how you want it. Today, we're going to talk about the metaverse. You know, I mean, think people have this question, what is the metaverse? What can the metaverse be? How will we use the metaverse? How should we use the metaverse? You know, I think today's biggest champion of the metaverse is Meta, which of course is Facebook's, you know, parent company. And, you know, Meta's founder, CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, is kind of all in on this concept. Though I think their approach is kind of a little bit haphazard. I mean, if you look at their TV commercials, which they produce for the metaverse, you'll see how it can be used in some very functional ways in education and just learning about what what's happening around you. But fundamentally, if you look at their kind of where they're progressing internally, they're, they appear to be wanting to use it as a game platform. Now, I don't know that I'm fully on board with that concept. I mean, the, the first thing you, you have to segregate is types of um, interactive hardware that you're going to use for the metaverse. So, you know, you have virtual reality which is immersive. Virtual reality is like Oculus, um, where you put your headset on and you don't see the real world, you just see the virtual world. Then you have, let's call it augmented reality, such as Microsoft's HoloLens and Magic Leap 2. The four kind of the metaverse to truly work and be universal. I think potentially you need a mix of those two, augmented reality, virtual reality, uh, what I'll call teleportation and other technologies yet to be explored. And I suppose I should talk a little bit about teleportation. I mean, we all have seen Star Trek and, you know, beam me up, Scotty, and you could just get transported from one place to another. Teleportation really in its modern form is a little bit different than that. Teleportation is basically taking you to someplace else where you experience it. Maybe the easiest way to explain it is, um, and I'm not saying this is the way it should be deployed, but if you think of, uh, a robot taking your place. So if I wanted to hike the Appalachian Trail, 
that I would literally do it virtually and explore it through the robot. Or it could be just another person that's, you know, has a 360 camera that allows you to immersively experience that. I mean, the way it gets deployed could be any number of different ways. And there's, that's kind of a completely separate subject. But the concept of the metaverse and, you know, how it should be deployed, I, I think can fundamentally move a lot of areas of education and business and social interactions forward. It, it, it's a way for us to more directly experience things that we haven't seen before, we haven't felt before, we haven't been involved with before, without sometimes the risk. You know, like I said, maybe it's climbing and you can't climb or you don't have those abilities or you just have the fear. Or maybe it's just going to um, walking down the streets of New York City or walking through neighborhoods that, you know, maybe you would or wouldn't walk down, but you want to experience what's happening in those environments. So how should we look at the metaverse? I think we should look at the metaverse as being kind of multifaceted. Yeah, there's the game experience. There's, let's call it the social experience. There's the business interactive experience. There's the exploration experience. There's also that aspect of maybe there's hazardous locations, like, you know, when the nuclear disaster happened in Fukushima, Japan, being able to actually go in and see what's happening within those plants without being exposed to radiation. Those are things that the metaverse and the concepts of the metaverse can help us with, as well as, you know, for education. And like I said, I think uh, Meta has done some advertisements on you know, experiencing what it would be like at the signing of the Declaration of Independence. You know, what, what, what was that environment like? What was it like to be in World War II? What was it like to experience um, some of these things that we don't understand? Like we don't understand, for example, PTSD, that why do people experience that? And, you know, part of it is we've just never seen that experience. We've never lived that environment and, and been part of what transpires within there and not just the immediate effects, but the after effects. So the metaverse, you know, ultimately can be very, very powerful. But in order to empower the metaverse, we have to kind of look at our user interfaces and we need to change a lot of things. And in this case, I'll use the example of QuickSpace and its multi-dimensional way of organizing things. And one of the things that we did in our research was um, gesture control. 
So gesture control was meant to be a part of, you know, if I'm in that environment, how can I control things without a keyboard? And gesture controls becomes important in order to be able to interact with the technology components that are controlling your experience and the experience itself, as well as understanding that there's an overlap with the real world, that while I'm experiencing whatever I'm experiencing, that I might have real world functions to take care of at the same time. And some of those should be able to be handled seamlessly, which is why, you know, gesture control becomes kind of a, a handy tool because you can't have, you know, 82 screens up in front of you in that environment. You know, that just doesn't work. You know, it doesn't even work on your desktop trying to find all these screens. But in, if I'm wearing VR goggles or AR goggles, that I definitely can't deal with that as a keyboard environment. Um, even if you look at uh, the deployment of augmented reality for maintenance workers, for um, surgeons, all those types of things, that they, they need to be able to see information that they need to see without necessarily typing it on the keyboard. So there has to be alternative ways to interact with that. And I think that's, you know, I think we have a good start in, in our research at QuickSpace, but I, I always think there's a lot more to be done there. And it's an area that as the metaverse evolves, that we should just explore more and more how we're going to, to do this. I guess, you know, some final comments on the metaverse is since the main champion of the metaverse right now is Meta and Mark Zuckerberg, that they need to be a little bit more open about their plans. You know, I kind of liken what they're doing to inventing the first game console, you know, and if one thing you understand about inventing game consoles, you know that content is king. Nobody's going to buy a game console unless there's content. And, you know, you can't sell a PlayStation without constant content. You can't sell Oculus without content. You can't sell Xbox without content. The better the content, the better the traction, the hardware and the underlining uh, technology will get, and then the further you can take that. So I think that, you know, that needs to change, and I think it needs to be a little bit more open, and I think they need to be a little bit more engaged with different types of applications that can truly leverage the metaverse and how we would interact, not just in games, but in conferences and social interactions and social interactions and even office interactions. You know, work from home um, is, a, is a little bit, you know, kind of controversial right now, whether 
to what extent it's going to stay or not stay, but in order for it to stay and be a robust part of the business environment, those people need to be a little bit more engaged. And of course, that is somewhat depending on your job description and title. Um, if you're doing purely um, customer support or you know input roles or maybe just straight data entry type things then, then you might not need that but if you're going to move an organization forward you need to be more interactive and even those people that are playing those roles that where interaction isn't crucial to their everyday tasks they have something to add to an organization a lot of times those people are frontline workers that see what issues are first and can help you resolve them or help you understand what is happening. And so I, I don't think you can discount that, even if they're, like I say, not necessarily part of the innovative or technologically, um, let's call them part of the organization that moves the business processes forward, those people have valuable information and it needs to be relayed. So that's kind of our discussion on the metaverse. You know, I think that there's a lot to discuss. And one of the things that we encourage at Why Is It Important is go ahead and write to us on our email address and suggest topics for future discussions or suggest a future extension of this existing topic. So this is Why Is It Important? Thank you for listening. I'm your host, David Smith.